Welcome to Sabbath Praise, a San Antonio Baptist Association prayer effort where leaders and ministers unite to intercede on behalf of our families, communities, churches, and nation. Please join us for this prayer time as we draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Good evening. We want to welcome you to Sabbath Praise. This is our second live stream in 2021. As you know, back in, in uh, March of last year, we began to emphasize collective or corporate prayer. We shot a couple of videos, did a couple of podcasts in relation to praying collectively, praying as churches together and churches just praying among themselves. Not only did we do podcasts, but in October of last year, we... Um, we had our annual gathering and we, prior to that, we had 21 different pastors write daily devotions and we put those together in a book. And along with encouraging our churches to pray during 21 days prior to our annual meeting, we also encouraged our people to consider fasting. We put together a little handbook on fasting to encourage both of those together. And then at our actual annual meeting, we had <clears throat> about 23 pastors and leaders that prayed through the Lord's Prayer. We specifically chose the Lord's Prayer because it is a divinely inspired prayer by Christ himself. And so we felt like we couldn't find a better prayer in scripture than the one Jesus used to teach his people to pray. So we did that. And so through the year last year, we, be, we, we did emphasize collective prayer. This year, we're continuing that theme of collective prayer by gathering different pastors together every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Tonight, we have a number of pastors with us, and let me go through and introduce them. <coughs> First, we have Chris Johnson, who's the pastor of First Baptist Church here in San Antonio. Pastor Roland, or Roland Lopez, working at Saba, was going to be on. He may have some technical difficulties tonight, which we had a lot of last week. Our host tonight is Eric Hilgers. He's on the Saba staff. He'll be praying. Pastor Kevin Nelson from Calvary Baptist Church is with us tonight. Pastor Doug Deal from Crossroads Baptist Church will be praying also. Sam Zada from the Romanian Baptist Church will be leading us, and then wrapping up our prayer time tonight is Jerry Knup from Kirby Baptist. Our four topics this evening are repentance, praying for repentance as a nation, because we as a nation have gone our own way. We've left God's decrees and God's laws, and we've chosen our own path. We're praying for righteousness, righteousness at every level of all leaders, from the White House down to our house, every level of society. We're praying for leaders that seek God and his righteousness. And then a couple of our pastors tonight will be praying for the church, praying that we stay faithful in the midst of the difficulties that we, we face. And then at the end, two of our guys will be praying for spiritual awakening, that God would move among our nation and draw, draw us back to him. So as we begin, I'll begin praying, and then after that, 
Uh, Pastor Chris Johnson will begin and then we'll work through the order of our agenda tonight. So let me begin praying this evening, gentlemen, and we will work through our time together. Heavenly Father, we want to thank you tonight that we can approach your throne. We thank you for the great high priest that has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God. Lord, we thank you that we have a high priest who can sympathize with our weaknesses, one that's been tempted in all things just as we, yet he's without sin. And Lord, we're reminded in Hebrews where your word tells us to approach your throne of grace with confidence that we might receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. We thank you, Lord, that Jesus sits at your right hand, ever making intercession for us. And Lord, we do that tonight. We come to your throne of grace, seeking help in our time of need. Lord, we thank you that we can approach your throne because you're the great father. You are a loving, kind, heavenly father. And Lord, we approach you tonight in the name of your son, Jesus. We thank you that his name is above all names and that every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that he is Lord. And there is no other name given among men under heaven whereby we must be saved. And so, Lord, we approach you through the name of Jesus tonight, and we thank you for his righteousness. And, Lord, we, we thank you that Psalm 89 reminds us that righteousness and justice are the foundation of your throne and that mercy and truth go before you. And, Lord, tonight we humble ourselves before you because we know in Psalm 51 that your word says that the sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart, O oh God, you will not despise. Lord, I pray tonight that as, as we pray together and as those on Facebook pray with us and those who later will hear this podcast and this recording, Lord, I pray that you would bless them and prosper them and Lord, I, I pray that as each man prays tonight, that you would divinely lead them to express the thoughts and the feelings that, that you want expressed. Lord, we pray that by your Holy Spirit, that you would work through us to pray tonight. Lord, we thank you that by your Spirit, that we can be led and that we are your sons and daughters. And Lord, we, we thank you that we've not received a spirit of slavery leading to fear, but we've received a spirit of adoption as sons and daughters because we cry out tonight, Lord, Abba, Father. And Lord, we thank you that your spirit testifies within us that we are your children. And Lord, we know that you oppose the proud, but you give grace to the humble. And so Lord, with the confidence that we have in the righteousness of Christ, we approach you tonight, and we know that, that we have this confidence before you, that if we ask anything according to your will, you hear us. And if we know that you hear us in whatever we ask, we know that we have those requests with, which we've asked of you. And so, Lord, tonight we ask for mercy upon our country. Lord, our country is hemorrhaging in so many different ways. We as a people, we as a nation, we celebrate the things that you have called sin. We celebrate the activities that you have told us not to be a part of. 
And Lord, we ask for mercy. We ask for mercy upon our country, for forgiveness as a nation. We pray, Lord, for our leaders, that they would be men and women that seek you. But God, we ask that you would look down from, from your holy throne and that you would forgive the sins of our land. Your word reminds us that if we will humble ourselves and seek your face and turn from your wicked ways, that you will heal our land. And so, Lord, we humble ourselves tonight and we seek your face. And we pray, Heavenly Father, that you would take the prayers that we pray as a sweet fragrance to you tonight and that you would answer those. Bless each man as he prays and leads us tonight. In Jesus' name. Our Lord, have mercy on us. We are sinners. Lord, we know First John says, Father, um, if we claim we have no sin, we're deceiving ourselves and the truth isn't in us. Um, Lord, we're not being deceived tonight. We've heard your truth, truth, Lord. We know that sin is real, that evil is active, Lord, that we have fallen into temptation. And Lord, we come to you tonight repenting. We are before your throne confessing, uh, asking you, Father, for your grace and your mercy to forgive us. Lord, we've been selfish. We've been impatient. Lord, we've, we've chased after the desires of our flesh and our hearts. Lord, our minds have wandered into places they never should have been. And so, Father, we pray tonight that you would come and you would heal and you would forgive. Because, Father, we know that it's you alone who forgives. And, Lord, we know that that is the, the number one thing we need this evening. Is we need your grace in our lives. And we need to be forgiven of the sin that has crept into our hearts. That's... that's distracted us and kept us away from you and building up barriers around our hearts and our lives to, to keep us away from you and your spirit. And Lord, um, we pray tonight that you would break through those walls and Lord, that your spirit would come and Lord, we would enjoy your forgiveness. Um, Lord, we pray for each one that, that are on this call and that are together. Lord, forgive us. Lord, we pray for our churches and pray that you would forgive us. But Lord, as we come together tonight, our nation is on our heart, and we have seen our nation slide into temptation, and, and Lord, give away truth, and give away our heart, and Lord, we pray that you would forgive us. Lord, we, we've, we've misplaced the truth, and we pray that you'd bring it back. Lord, we've misused your name. Lord, Lord we've chased after um, our wants. Lord, we have loved money. We've despised others. Lord, we have been filled up with pride. And Lord, as a, as a nation, we have chased after just about everything else other than you. And Lord, we pray that you'd forgive us. Lord, Lord forgive our nation. Lord, we, we pray that your grace would flood from heaven and change hearts and minds and lives. And Lord, that we'd be a repentant people. Um, Lord, we, we pray that, that our Sabbath churches would be repentant places. And Lord, places where forgiveness flow. And Lord, we pray the same thing over our nation, Lord, that as we fall to our knees in repentance, Lord, we pray that it would change our nation. 
it wouldn't just be our, our churches to be places of repentance, but, but the whole nation would hear those words that begin Jesus's ministry, where he says, repent, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And Lord, we pray that we would hear that call of Jesus and repent. And Lord, we'd flip over to Revelation and hear him call out to the churches in Revelation to say, repent. Because Christ is coming. And so, Lord, we, we long to be a repentant people. And we pray that your spirit would make it so. That you would heal our hearts and heal our churches and heal our land from the pain and destruction of evil that has lingered for too long. It's in the name of our Lord and risen Savior, Jesus Christ, I pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time. We thank you for this time to pray. God, I pray for our hearts. I pray that you search our hearts, God. I pray you help us to search our hearts, God, and um, repent of any wickedness in us, Lord. Lord, we, we're prone to wander from you. We're prone to stray, stray from you. God, I pray you have your way in us, Lord. God, I pray for righteousness in our hearts. I pray that you help us to, to spend time with you and not, not be dependent on us, God, but draw from you. Father, I pray for mothers and fathers that they set a good foundation for their children. I pray for righteousness in the homes, God. I pray for righteous fathers, God. I pray that fathers spend time with you. I pray that you have your way in the homes, God. God, I pray you have your way in church leaders, righteousness within church leaders, that they're not um, evildoers, God, that, that, that wander away from you and, and, and chase after their own flesh. I pray for church leaders that are going to raise up students that are going to follow you and, and, and preach the gospel, Lord. Lord, I pray for uh, our, our, our leaders in authority in the White House. I pray that the decisions that they make are going to be God-honoring. I pray that... Um, you have your way in, in their hearts, God. They are authority figures, and we pray for them. Um, you say in, in, in Psalm 106, God, you said, blessed are those who observe justice, who do righteousness at all times. So, God, I pray you help us to do righteousness at all times. I pray you help us to have a heart that is, that is, that is soft for the broken, um, like you did, Lord. I pray that if we have any heart of stone, God, I pray that you, you soften our hearts, Lord. I pray you give us hearts for your people, people that are broken, God. Um, have your way in us, Lord. You say in Matthew 5.20, it says, For I tell you, unless your righteousness exceeds that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. God, please help us to not be fake, even in our prayers, God. I pray that you, I pray you, ha you have your way um, in our prayers. We don't, we don't want to just, just ramble off words, God. We know that you're after the heart. So I pray that you, you chip away at our heart, God, um, to mold us into the characteristics of Jesus. We don't want to lean on our own self, our own understanding, God. We want your wisdom. Holy Spirit, work in our hearts. Holy Spirit, I pray for revival. God, I pray for revival in our, in, in our city. God, work in the hearts of man. God, work in us. We repent. We repent of our sins, our secret lives. God, you say in 2 Timothy 2.22, it says, So flee youthful passions and pursue righteousness, righteousness, faith, love, and peace 
Lord, I pray for our young people, for our teenagers that are running around just, just pursuing their own passions. God, give them a hunger for your word. Give, the, give them a hunger for who you are, your peace, your presence. People um, are anxious. They're depressed. The next generation is lost, God. So I pray that you, Holy Spirit, move in their hearts, Lord. I pray for righteousness in our young people, righteousness in our leaders, in mothers and fathers and, and fathers in, in our hearts and, and in the people in authority, God. Have your way. Thank you so much for the Zoom call. Thank you for the opportunity to pray. Thank you for these men here tonight. God, not everybody has to be here to, to, to pray at 7 p.m. on a weekday. But God, we're so thankful that we get to gather with, with men that, are, that have hearts after you, God. Oh, Lord, plant righteousness in our hearts, Lord. Plant righteousness in our hearts. Have your way, Holy Spirit. Have your way in us and through us. We love you, God. We're thankful. We're grateful. Help us to not act like we have you in, in our back pocket, God. We need your grace and mercy daily. We seek after it daily, God. Help us to be prayer warriors, God, that, that seek after you daily and to not be complacent, God. Keep that fire ignited in us when we were first saved, when, when we first heard about you, when, when, when we first let go of our wicked ways, God. Re reignite that joy of our salvation, as your word says. Holy Spirit, bring revival. We love you, Lord. We pray all these things in your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Our Father and our God, as we continue with our prayer chain, it is, uh, we thank you for the opportunity to be able to uh, pray for and pray about our churches and as we enter into this time of prayer about our churches we're certainly mindful of the words that you spoke in the gospel of matthew chapter 16 when you said upon this rock i will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it and i will give thee the keys of heaven of the kingdom and whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven and whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven thank you for that passage for just reminding us that it's not our church but it's your church and 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 when we say that uh, that means that it's a church that uh, should be welcoming and warm to to all people and all nationalities and all walks of, of life. Thank you for your church. Uh, your church is the best thing that our world really has going for us because it's your church uh, that, that, that's the only place in town that offers salvation for our sin-sick souls. So God, we thank you for the church and, and we know that uh, in this season that we're dealing with the coronavirus, uh, I think it's, it's almost humorous uh, that, 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 that all churches are really uh, somewhat shut down so that I believe you can prove the point that the church is not the building, 
but the church is the people. So rather we can uh, gather in brick and mortar or not, uh, we can still be the church because we are the church. And my prayer is that you would allow your light uh, to shine through us. My prayer is that uh, people would, as they look at us, that they would uh, be able to see your grace working in and through us and your mercy working in and through us. Uh, thank you for the church. Thank you for Sabbath, uh, uh, another instrument that you have blessed us with to be able to strengthen our churches. Uh, because, oh God, we, we can't do it alone. We can't do it by ourselves. So we thank you for uh, institutions like SABA and BGCT and Southern Baptist and the National Baptists and, and other resources that we have at our disposal to uh, be able to equip us and empower us and encourage us uh, to do what uh, we have to do in these dark days. Lord, I thank you for those churches on the north side. I thank you for those churches on the east side. I thank you for those churches on the west side. I thank you for those churches on the south side. And I pray, oh God, that you would allow all of them to be uh, lighthouses in, in our cities, uh, oh God. Let, let the people know that it's not just what happens at the White House, but it's really what happens at the lighthouse that, that really matters. Thank you for the pastors and preachers and pulpiteers that, that share every uh, Sunday, week after week, uh, not just on Sundays, but uh, on, on Wednesdays, as they mount their pulpits and as they stand behind their podiums. And, and we know what a pulpit is. A pulpit is something that we ought to be able to reach down and pull people up. And, and I pray that as we mount our pulpits, you would allow us to be able to rightly divide your word of truth in such a way that we could pull people up uh, and remind people that they've been bought with a price and, and that they are uh, special, that they uh, are somebody, that they're loved by you, oh God. Help us to exhibit that that, that love in our churches, that, that love where you said, for God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Thank you, O oh God, that we can share that good news, that, that you love us, you love the sinner. You may not like the sin, but you love the sinner, and, and you love us from the uttermost to the guttermost. Thank you that, that we can tell this world that, and even now, uh, as, as we uh, stand on this uh, eve of our inauguration, help the church, oh God, to be mindful that we've got to pray for our leaders. Uh, you said if we would pray for our leaders that you would allow us to live quiet and peaceable lives. So we lift up every leader, uh, uh, not only in, in, in our 
uh, in our nation, but Lord, we lift up all of our world leaders because God, we, we, we need you. If we've never needed you before, we need you right now uh, as we deal with this virus that uh, has a, affected the whole wide world. So God, I pray now uh, that you would use our churches and let our churches be the lighthouses of your love. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Doug, we can't hear you. Pastor Doug. There we go. I know you're not talking to us, you're talking to God, but we'd like to join in with you. <laughs> sure, sure. Father, I just want to thank you for the privilege of sharing with my brothers uh, in Christ tonight. These few have gathered together to lead out in prayer tonight, but they represent so many, and uh, I thank you for them. Pray that you'll bless our prayer time together. We want it to be honest and real and filled with your spirit, of course. And, so uh, guide me now as I pray. Lord, you know, whenever I think about praying for the church, the first thing I think about is praying for unity. Uh, I've been a pastor for a long time, and it seems like the hardest and most consistent challenge and everyday task that I have is to maintain the unity of the Spirit and the bond of peace within my congregation. And that task has been challenged recently uh, by, the, uh, by the conditions of our nation, really, and the disunity that has become so much a part of our public discourse. All too often, Father, rather than leading our churches follow what's going on in society, and, and so we squabble about things that the world squabbles about when you have clearly taught us to keep our minds on things above and not things of this earth. And so, Father, I pray for unity within our churches. I pray that our pastors would become skilled mediators and um, people who lead their churches to be in unity. We know, Father, that our mission is uh, to make disciples, uh, reaching the world for Christ. But the foundation on which we launch that mission is a foundation of love and unity for one another. And we forget that sometimes. We launch out into our mission and we have a cracked and failed foundation. And then we wonder why we struggle and we wonder why we get distracted. And So I just pray, Father, that you'd touch our churches with an a kind of miraculous, unusual unity in the midst of the conflict and challenges of our world today. Let that be uh, a part of our daily task that we do exactly as your word says and keep the unity of the spirit and the bond of peace. Jesus himself taught us that a house divided against itself can't stand, and yet we let that happen. To us from time to time, sometimes with regularity. So don't let that happen, Lord. Work in our midst <clears throat> to accomplish 
the unity of your spirit. And I pray, Father, that that would extend beyond our individual churches. Um, so often, Lord, when we think of the church, all we think of is my church. And I just want to pray for our Sabbath churches, Father. I don't want to be guilty of only being concerned about what happens in my church building or with my church congregation. But I want to love and care about the ministries of every Sabbath church, every BGCT church, frankly, every church in our community. <coughs> Lord, you know, as, as I read scripture this morning and read in uh, uh, 1 Kings about Solomon taking the throne, the first thing he did was reach out to the king next door to him. And they worked out an arrangement where Solomon received resources from him to build the temple and Solomon on his part provided food for the household of the king in that country. And Solomon was wise and he knew how important it was to work together to accomplish the goals that you have provided for us to reach beyond our borders to, uh, to do ministry and to, to be joined together. And I know my church isn't big and my influence in this community isn't great. But Father, I know that when we join our hands together as your churches, your church, we have much greater influence. And uh, just as a cord of three strands is not easily broken, so uh, a group of churches working together, loving one another, unified in the mission and the task that you've called us to do can have great influence in a community and in a city and in a state, in a nation. And so, Father, I can just imagine uh, Sabah has 300 plus, I think, churches now and missions. And what a great testimony if 300 strands stood together, we would not easily be broken, Father. So I pray that you would put it in the hearts of more pastors and more churches to join with us and to be a part of the mission that is uh, San Antonio Baptist Association and then to even go beyond that. But Father, help us not to just be our little old selves, only interested in our own work and our own church. And help us to be unified in the mission that you've called us to do. Bless Brother Daryl and his team. I pray, Father, that you'd make them the best association leaders in our country and uh, give them the resources and the wisdom to help us. Let us be a unified bunch, Father, as we go forward in the coming days. We ask your blessings upon all our churches, all the churches in our city. Pray that you'd bless them with just a, an enormous anointing of your spirit in the coming days. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Pastor Sam, could you lead us? Your, your mic is muted. Eric, could you unmute him? Is that, can you hear me now? There we go. Thank you. All right. Let me read the verse first from Second Peter. 
uh, chapter 3, verse 9 says, The Lord is not slow in keeping his promises, as some understand slowness. He is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. Heavenly Father, I come before you with a humble heart and a broken spirit, and I repent of all selfishness, all pride, all wrongdoing, all the sins plus the ignorance towards your holy word. Father, forgive me and forgive us, Father, and clean me, clean my heart, clean our family, our children, clean us as your people, Father. Father, thank you for giving us your son, our Lord Jesus Christ, who died in our place on the cross. Father, thank you for the privilege to live in such a time like this. Father, we need you, Holy Spirit, to touch us, to reignite the fire in our hearts, to burn for you, O God. Father, we repent and we turn to you, our God, and we seek your face. Have mercy on us, Father, and pour your spirit on your servants, God, as your children, as your church, as an association, as, the, as a country and as a nation, we need you more than ever, Father. Please bless us and let us this year, this difficult year, God, let it be the year of repentance, let it be the year of revival, let it be the year of great awakening, Father. Please have mercy on us. In the precious name of our Savior, Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. Amen. Father, we, uh, I just want to continue on that, on that, um, on that thought, Father, your, your desire is that all would come to repentance, Father, and, and uh, we recognize that all who call upon the name of the Lord, your word says, all who call upon the name of the Lord will be saved, and yet, Father, in, in that understanding, um, you know, your word continues to say, how will they call on him in whom they've not believed? And how can they believe in him in whom they've not heard? And, and Father, you, 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 have, uh, you have appointed the church, as a brother said earlier, to be the hope of the world. That The church is the purveyor, the, the, the uh, conduit of the gospel. And so, Father, I do. I, I, I agree with my brother Doug, and I pray for unity in the church, Father, but, but unity around, um, uh, around, around your gospel, not, not unity at all costs, but unity around your gospel so that, Father, uh, a revival can happen, unity around your truth, Father. I pray that, as Joel says, Father, that, that we wouldn't simply be tearing our garments and, and being offended by everything that, that happens in the world or in the church around us, Father, but that we would rend our hearts and that uh, there would be a brokenness. There would be a uh, a brokenness over our sin, a, a, a sense of repentance, God, that you would bring um, a genuine sense of revival to, uh, to 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 the church at large, not just the Southern Baptist churches in San Antonio, in fact, but just the church at large, that there would be a revival uh, on the heels of, of repentance among your people. Father, that... Uh, that that would result in in uh, in, in, a, in a compassionate boldness uh, from your people, Father. That we would 
uh, unashamedly uh, share the gospel and that we would see uh, people coming um, from all from all quarters of our city uh, father to 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 know you the, the one and only means of salvation and God I pray that you would that, that you would unify us around that that reality too that there is salvation in no other name because there's no other name given under heaven by which men must be saved father but uh, but in the name of Jesus that you are the way the truth and the life and no one comes to the father uh, but but through you through through receiving understanding and and embracing your gospel repenting and and believing lord god and i just i i I pray for, again, just a revived church that would bring about um, an awakening, Lord God, in our city. Um, Father, we, we've experienced um, a very difficult year um, from our perspective, uh, from, from COVID to, uh, to other crises that seem to have just um, come to a head, Father, and uh, unrest, um, racism exposed, and, and uh, riots, and, and just political division, even inside, Lord God, the church. And, and yet I'm reminded um, in, in Acts, God, that, uh, that, that, that Paul told uh, them in the Areopagus, Father, God made the point that, that or Paul made the point that uh, that you have appointed people for for times and places, and God, it's it's the desire that uh, of heaven that they would uh, that they would grope and reach out and find you. And I pray, Father, that that's exactly what would happen. That this this difficult season, this this uh, this difficult time, would draw men and women to a place where they desperately are seeking after uh, truth and after uh, after grace and after you. And I think there is a hunger. Uh, for your truth. I think there is a hunger for, um, for spiritual hope and spiritual help. And, uh, and God, there's so many voices out there that, uh, that, that will point to this way or that way and, and false teachings and false places of hope. And again, I just, I circle back and praying for, uh, for revival in our land and, and praying father for, uh, for an awakening in, in, uh, in our land. Father, I pray that you would bring the church to a, a, a kingdom, a missional focus, where we take uh, the gospel serious, where we have a compassionate boldness, where we love the Lord our God with all of our heart, all of our soul, all of our mind, and all of our strength. And, and, and our love for God shapes everything that we do. Our love for God uh, informs every, uh, every decision, every, every relationship, every everything that we do father and that, then that we would love our neighbors as ourselves and, and and loving our neighbors doesn't necessarily mean uh just live and let live it it, it means confronting them in a compassionate manner with uh with your truth which involves uh sin and 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 judgment but but by the grace of god it involves christ and forgiveness and and mercy and and uh, and an atonement, Father, that, uh, that that brings sinful man into a, a, a relationship of righteousness. Um, 
through the Savior. And, and yet people don't necessarily know that they need a Savior until they recognize that, uh, that they are separated from God by their sin. So, Father, just a compassionate boldness, uh, a compassionate um, hunger for, uh, for, for speaking the truth in love and, uh, and, and, and unashamedly proclaiming the gospel of Jesus Christ. And then, Father, I pray just the working of your spirit that you would just go before us, go before your church, and begin working in, in hearts, Father. Uh, lay people's names and, and, and faces on our hearts, the hearts of your people, and give us the courage to, uh, uh, to share Christ, to share the, the gospel with them. But, Father, you go before, and you, and, and you just uh, do whatever, as though you needed our permission. You just do whatever it takes to draw their faces to yourself. And, um, and, and again, we just pray for an awakening. The, the, the answer to the world's problems is not a politician. It's not, uh, it, it's not a vaccine. It, it is the gospel of Jesus Christ. That is the eternal solution uh, to even the most temporary of problems. And so, Father, we, we commit ourselves to that. And, and we pray, Father, that, uh, that, that, that you would be glorified, that, that you would send workers into your harvest field, and that their harvest would be great. We love you. We commit ourselves to you. And uh, just thank you for this time of prayer. And pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Brother Roland, would you like to lead us? Eric, could you unmute him? It can, there we go. Okay. We can hear you now. Our Lord, uh, we have poured out our hearts to you uh, this evening. And Father, we want to join you in what you are doing. And Father, as we discern what you are doing, we words come to our mind and thoughts about uh, divine judgment. And Father, uh, it's hard to join you when we know in deep in our hearts that you've got to judge sin. And Father, because there has been very little confession of sin and repentance of sin. So Father, I pray, Lord, that your will and only your will be done. And Father, join you, Father, in... Um, seeing with our own eyes the judgment upon uh, not only your church, but your people. And Father, as much as we intercede, Father, we just pray that that, um, uh, that judgment upon your people, Lord, and adversity that we must go through, Lord, that we there's lessons to be learned as a body and as individuals, as families and your children. So, Father, hear our prayers tonight in the area of unity, repentance, restoration, confession before you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Pastor Shad Purcell is with us from Northeast Baptist Church. We're glad you could join us. Would you like to say our closing prayer tonight? Yeah, I'd be honored, absolutely. Good. 
And Father in heaven, I just thank you for the beautiful, powerful, strong fellowship that comes when uh, your sons come together in agreement and unity. I feel uh, that your spirit is pleased, like your, your, your boys are working well together. So let us be about the good work of, of your kingdom, that we would make disciples, and those disciples will go on to make more disciples. We see a beautiful harvest uh, through this season as you, the master of the harvest, sends out your workers. So thank you for the fellowship of these workers, these, these brothers in arms, the, the fellowship of our prayer together, like the Holy Spirit just resonating off of each other, even through you know technology on a screen. So bless these prayer times until uh, we can you know, pray knee to knee and smell each other's coffee breath in a Sabbath building or in someone's church or walking around our neighborhood. Uh, let us make every opportunity to be men of prayer lead our homes in prayer. Bless our homes tonight that, you know, uh, our children and our wives and our families would sleep really well, wake up restored, ready for what you have in store for us tomorrow. Uh, thank you that whatever tomorrow holds, we know your mercies are there. Your mercies made new every morning. So thank you in advance for tomorrow's mercies. And I thank you for tonight's fellowship of prayer. That's by your, your strong, powerful name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, thank you for joining us live on Facebook. As I mentioned, we're going to make this into a video. It'll be posted on YouTube, and then we're going to make this into a podcast, will be, which will be available uh, sometime very quickly. Let me just go through once again and mention those who are part of our prayer tonight. Chris Johnson at First Baptist in San Antonio. Roland Lopez, who's a part of SABA. Eric Kilgers, who's been our host. Albert Diaz, who's been our host also. We have Pastor Kevin Nelson from Calvary Baptist. Doug Deal from Crossroads Baptist. Another good Oklahoma guy there. Uh, Sam Zada, the Romanian Baptist Church. And then Jerry Canna from Kirby Baptist. And joining us also tonight is Pastor Shad Purcell. Gentlemen, thank you so much for leading us in prayer tonight. We appreciate the ministries that God's given you, and may God bless you and bless your churches and your family. And once again, we'll be on Facebook Live next Tuesday night at 7 p.m. with another group of pastors and from our San Antonio Baptist Association leading us together in praying not only for our country, but for our cities and all of our neighborhoods. Thank you. May God bless you, and we'll see you next Tuesday night.